This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. And this is Ezra Beck. Today we're having the last shiur in our uh, weekly series on Mondays of Hilchot Yamim Noraim. Till Rosh Hashanah we dealt mostly with Shofar. And this week we have one shiur about Yom Kippur. The mitzvah, mitzvah tayom of Yom Kippur, just like Shofar was the mitzvah tayom of Rosh Hashanah. Mitzvah Yom of Yom Kippur is Teshuvah. And therefore, we are going to speak about one aspect of uh, Teshuvah on Yom Kippur. Teshuvah is not merely a concept, a concept of Musa. It's a halacha. It's a uh, mitzvah b'Torah. What the mitzvah is exactly is an interesting question, but, but it is a mitzvah b'Torah. There's a section in the Rambam, in the Yadach Hazakah, called Hilchot Teshuvah. So we will talk about Hilchot Shuvah, one aspect specifically. We will talk about Vidui. Part of Shuvah, according to all opinions, is the necessity to lehit vadot, to confess one's sins. And on Yom Kippur, we do that ten times. Once in Mincha, on Erev Yom Kippur, Twice in Ma'ariv, twice in Shacharit, twice in Musaf, twice in Mincha, and once in the Ila. According to the Rambam, in fact, uh, Vidui is the halachic expression of Tshuva. In other words, the Rambam in Uchot Tshuva, which is a ten-parak section in the Rambam, has one mitzvah. There's introduction to all the Hachot Rambam, have introductions where he lists the mitzvot. And in Uchot Tshuva, he says, Mitzvah Taseh Achat. The mitzvah is that a person should repent of his sins and confess. And when the Ramam quotes Talacha in Parak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, he goes even further and places the entire weight of Tshuva on the confession. The Ramam says, Kol mitzvah Shabbat Torah. And any mitzvah that a person has done where he has transgressed, when he does Tshuva, when he repents, he is required to confess. In other words, the, the mitzvah is to confess when you repent. So, uh, we're not going to go into this question exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a complicated question. Salavetri spoke about it many times in the Drashot on Shuvah. The relationship between repentance, which is a, a mental, spiritual, psychological process, and confession, which is a specific verbal act of speaking. But in any event, confession is very important. It's, it's, the, it's the heart of Tshuvat, of Tshuvat in general, and Tshuvat Yom Kippur in particular, is confession, vidui. We say vidui, the formal language of the Sidu of the Marzor, is Ashamnu, Bagadnu, or later on the Alchet, Alchet Shechatanu Lefanecha. The Rambam, in Hilchot Tshuvah, not talking about Yom Kippur now, but in Hilchot Tshuvah, uh, says how does one how does one do vidui in uh, the very, very beginning in in halacha aleph he writes vidui is the mitzvah to say kitzad mitvadin how does one litvadot omer ana Hashem hatati aviti pashati lefanecha vasiti kach. 
It includes the promise not to do it again. Now, we say vidui on Yom Kippur as part of Shemun It appears in the Tefillah Belachash, in the private Shemun it appears at the end, after the last Bacha, after Mavarech et Amo Yisrael Bashalom, but that nonetheless is part of Shemun because the halacha is that until one has moved one's feet, akirat raglaim, until one has said al-seshalom al-mumav and taken the three steps backwards, one is still uh, engaged in tefillah, one is still engaged in shmonesri basically, one is still saying the amidah. This is actually learned from a pasuk about a Ramavino, v'hu odenu omed lifnei Hashem. Even when you finish talking, if you're still standing with Nei Hashem, you're still standing with Nei Hashem. That is why we say Elokai Nitzah. You, you're able to add Tachanunim, private prayers, after Shemana, so, so long as you're still standing. Lo Akar Raglav. You have not uh, uh, removed, you have not uprooted your feet from the place in which they were standing. So the 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 Vidui, which we say after Shemana, is in fact part of the Amidah, part of the Shemon The Chazan, when he says Vidui, he says it in the middle of Shemon It's part of the fourth Bracha, the, the middle Bracha of Shemon On Yom Kippur there is, of course, three Brachot in Judu Shemon Avod, Geburot, and Tchiat Amitim. And the three Brachot which conclude Shemon Esrei, Avodah, and Hodaya, and Shalom. And there's one Bracha, Kedushat Hayom. The Bracha whose ending is Mekadesh Yisrael, and in the middle of that bracha, he adds, which we don't say in our private tefillah, he has the Nusach of Vidui. So he's obviously saying it in Shemun but we're saying it in Shemun as well. Why does this difference exist? So technically, the, the poskim uh, write, we've shown him already right, that the Chazan has to say it earlier, because he doesn't have the after Shmon period. The difference being as follows. There's a halacha that says as long as you have not uprooted your feet, you're still saying Shmon But the Chazan, when we repeat Shmon is only Shlucham Shal Yisrael. He's only saying Shmon as a Shliach for us. And therefore the Paskim wrote that when he finishes the required part of Shmon which is the actual Brachot ending with Hamavarech Et Shalom, he's finished the Shlichut. You didn't send him to say private Tefillot afterwards. We've sent him, the community has appointed him to be a shaliach to say the required parts of Shemun Esrei. So when he finishes that, he's no longer shaliach tzibur. And therefore, which is back to reason, you know, Chazan doesn't say lo He has nothing more to say after that since he's finished. So therefore, he has to say it in the middle. That's the technical, that's the technical reason. The Chazan Shemun Esrei ends earlier than the private individual's Shemun Esrei. But the Rav of Salvei expanded this technical reason into, into something deeper. And he said as follows. He says, there's a difference between my vidui and the Chazan's vidui. The first difference is, my vidui is private, and his vidui is public, meaning tziburi, it's, it's communal. My, tzibur, my vidui is private, and his vidui is communal. That's not merely the difference between one and many. 
it's a difference in the very nature of the vidui. The private vidui is a vidui shell, this is the love's words, vidui shell teshuva. It's the vidui required by repentance. When you repent, you must confess. Confession is an expression of repentance. Since Yom Kippur is a day of repentance, that's the definition of Yom Kippur. So when you repent on Yom Kippur, you have to lead Vadot. So we we confess privately. There is a private section to Shmonesri, and the section that comes after the last bracha. There's actually a a, a halachic question uh, concerning one particular line. At the end of Shmonesri, we say Yehuda Ratzon Imrei Fi Ve'Egion Libi Lefanech Hashem Tzuri Begoali. The Gemara in Brachot says that that's a a halacha. When you begin Shmonesri, you say Hashem Svatai. At the end of Shmonesri, you say Yehuda Ratzon. In, in, in traditional Sidurim, meaning till 50, 60 years ago, um, that line appeared after Elokai Nitzah, before Seshlam and Morav. Some of the Puskim complained about that. And therefore it was added in, in more modern Sidurim, it was, it's, it's found right after Amabarech et Amoyisav Shalom before Elokai Nitzah. In fact, it appears twice. Once before Elokai Nitzah and once after. It appears once in case you finish one essay then. For instance, let's say you're saying one essay and the Chazan is saying Kedusha. So you want to answer Kedusha. If you've already said, you can answer Kedusha, but then you're sort of ending Shmona Esrei, you say the Ratzon first. And it appears again in the end, because that's the, that's the traditional place. The Rav suggested, and this is found in other posts as well, they used to ask the question, that if we're saying Vidui on Yom Kippur, and Vidui is part of Shmona Esrei, as I just claimed, then you should say it before Yudaratzan and not say Yudaratzan beforehand because Yudaratzan is to a certain extent concluding Shmonasri. It's true, the Gemara says as long as you have moved your feet, you're still saying Shmonasri, but Yudaratzan is the end. So, in order not to make it the end, maybe you shouldn't say it. In most of them, it doesn't appear. I think in all Machzam, it doesn't appear. I've never seen it in a printed Machzam. But many people do say it earlier because of the comment that the Postgre made that one should say it earlier. And they've said that uh, perhaps in Yom Kippur, one Dafka shouldn't. Uh, that's a certain small a small halachic distinction as to the nature of the fact that Vidu is part of Shmonesri. But even it's in the private section of Shmonesri, because Shmonesri has a private section. However, the Rav claimed, the Vidu of the Chazan is not Vidu Shel Tshuva, but it's Vidu of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is to a certain extent, the day of Yom Kippur is parallel to Tshuva. Itzumo shel yom There is a machloket tanaim if Yom Kippurim is mechapeh with or without tshuva. That's true. But according to both opinions, Yom Kippur itself is mechapeh. It says in the pasuk, "Ki bayom hazeh yichapeh aleichem litaher etchem mikor chatot techem lifnei Hashem titar." Itzumo shel yom Kippurim mechapeh. The Rambam passes that you need tshuva in. But that means, okay, you have to do tshuva, but it's not the tshuva that's not being mechaper. Yom Kippur is mechaper l'ashavim. And of course, b'zman shebeit ha-mikdash haya kayam, when the temple was in existence, so there was a, a, a major ritual of that Yom Kippurim, the height of the 
Seir HaMishtalech and the Seir Lashem, which were brought, and the Seir HaMishtalech was Mechaper. It brought Kaparat Amisa. And the Kohen Gadol was he who performed the Yom Kippurim rituals. Because the Rav claimed that Chazan represents the Kohen Gadol, and the vidui of the Chazan in Chazarat Hashatz is vidui shal Yom Kippur, not vidui shal Tshuva. It's the vidui that accompanies itzu Yom shal Yom And therefore, not only can he not say it after the Shemun because his after Shemun will really be after Shemun but in fact, the appropriate place is in the Baracha Reviyit, which is the Baracha of Kedushat Hayom. Mekadesh Yisrael v'yom ha-kippurim. As that yom ha-kippurim is mechaper. Itzu yom shayom ha-kippur. Just like whenever you talk about itzu moshal yom on Pesach, so we say, zman chayrutenu. On Sukkot we say, zman simchatenu. On Shavuot, this bracha we say, zman matan toratenu. The itzu moshal yom is zman kaparatenu. The, 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 the conclusion of the begins That's what the Itzumo Shayom, the Kedushat Hayom is about. The Kedushat Hayom requires, demands, obligates Vidui. And therefore the Chazan, who is saying communal Vidui, not private Vidui, communal Vidui, so he says it in Bachavivayit, which is one, communal prayer. Two, communal vidui is vidui of Klal Yisrael. The Rambam's language concerning the Seir HaMishtalech is in Parakarav Halacha Bet of Hilchot Shuvah, Seir HaMishtalech, lefi shehu kapara al kol Yisrael, Kohen Gadol mitvadeh alav alashon kol Yisrael. Shenemar vitvadeh alav al kol avonot b'nei Yisrael. Since Yom Ishtalech is a kapara for the entire Israel, that is the body of Israel, not not the the million individual Jews, but Knesset Yisrael, the single unified spiritual body called Israel. Therefore, Kohen Gadol mitvadeh alav alashon Call Yisrael. Therefore, the vidui that the Kohen Gadol says is is a language of Kol Yisrael, as the pasuk says, "Vitvada alav et Kol Avonot b'nei Yisrael." And so, the Rav claimed that the vidui of Yom Kippur of the Chazan is like the vidui of Siyam Mishdalech. It's the communal kapara, itzu Yom Shayom Achaper, and therefore, it's of course said in Lashon Rabim, but more importantly, it's said in the Bracha Bracha Rviit. The middle, the middle bracha. Therefore, you now have a reason why there is no vidui in the mincha of erev Yom Kippur. The first time we say vidui in Yom Kippur is before Yom Kippur. It's mincha that's said in erev Yom Kippur. The Gemara gives what perhaps might seem like a strange reason why we say vidui then. Shema yechanek besudata. A person is going to have a suda, a, a, a meal, a festive meal, a feast before Yom Kippur. It's a halacha. And eating is dangerous. He might swallow a bone and die in that meal, and then he won't have a chance to to say vidui. So they instituted vidui beforehand. It's very strange, very strange explanation. One, the chash, the 
all of a sudden suspicion, fear that a person might choke in that meal. I mean, you can choke in any meal the whole year. Two, um, so maybe we should say vidui every morning in case we choke that afternoon. So the Bible explained that Erev Yom Kippur is part of Yom Kippur. Why in fact do we have a feast on Erev Yom Kippur? It's not just that you shouldn't be hungry when you when the when the when the fast begins. But it's 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 a halacha. Based on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Daftet, um, I think, one second, let me think for a second. Daftet. Kol ha'ochel b'shoteh b'erev Yom Kippur ma'aleh alav ha'katuv ke'ilu hit'anat she'i basri. The Pasuk says that we fast on Yom Kippur on the ninth day of this month, of the seventh month, mi'erev ad'erev. It says you don't fast on the ninth day. Fast on the tenth day. So pshat might mean it begins on the end of the ninth day, but that's not the usual way in which the, in which the Torah writes dates. So from this thing, Mel learns, call ha ochel vishotebi erev yom kippur. On erev yom kippur, you don't fast. You eat. But eating on yom kippur, ma'ale alava katov kidu itanat shibit aseri. The Torah says that though you fasted two days. What's the. <laughs> what, what's so great about fasting two days? It's, it's like saying, hey, whoever eats. On a given day, it's as though you fast on that day. But you don't have to fast on that day. From this, we see that, in fact, yes, Erev Yom Kippur is part of Yom Kippur. But the fast of Erev Yom Kippur is done by eating. It's an interesting concept. We're not going to ask why that's true. It's another shear. But we see that Erev Yom Kippur is, is... You should have fasted. It's as though you fasted that day. So it's part of the fast of Erev Yom Kippur is the eating on Yom Kippur. And therefore, you can say Vidu in that day as well. On a different day during the year, you wouldn't say vidui in the morning because maybe you'll choke in the afternoon because it has nothing to do with Yom Kippur. But here, Yom Kippur will be mechaper. There's a special halacha that Yom Kippur is mechaper for dead people as well. It's mentioned in the Gemara. That's why we say Yaskarat Nishamot on Yom Kippur because Kashbaruch is mechaper al chayim ve'al amitim. And uh, therefore, in order to be included, this person who might die that day, he says, Vido, you're ready when Yom Kippur theoretically begins, namely, on Erev Yom Kippur. However, the Chazan doesn't say, Vido in Mincha. So the Rav said, because the Vido of the individual is Vido of Tshuva. And Tshuva of Yom Kippur can begin on Erev Yom Kippur. But the Vido of the Chazan is Vido Yosha Yom Kippur Shal Itzumo Shal Yom. Itzumo Shal Yom is only on the Kedushat Yom, the holy day of Yom Kippur, which is only Asiri B'Tishrei, which is only tomorrow. And if only on Yom Kippur can you have Vidu Chazan, but Vidu uh, Yachid, since the day before and the very is connected, it belongs to the, called the Yom Kippur season, the Yom Kippur time period, so you can already start having Vidu Shal Tshuva on Erev Yom Kippur, but not Vidu Shal Chazan. In fact, as a side point, the Vav questioned the nature of the Vidui in Ma'ariv. In Ovid, we have two Viduyim. One is said in Shon Esrei, and one is said uh, as part of the Chazan. But as you know, there's no Chazarat Hashatz in Ma'ariv. After one finishes Shon Esrei, Yom Kippur night, Yom, the Kondidre night, we say Slichot. Um, with the Chazan, the Chazan leads the Slichot. And there we say Vidui a second time. It's not actually in Shemun It's the only Vidui which is not said in Shemun Because there's no Chazarat Hashatz in Ma'ariv. 
The Rav suggested that there is no vidui shoyom kippur shoyom either because itzuyom shoyom itzumoshoyom kippur means daylight. How do I know that? Because it's a din in Beit Hamikdash. It's a din in Seir Hamishtaleach. It's a din in the 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 temple ritual. And Avodat Beit Hamikdash is only by day. There is no Avodat Beit Hamikdash at night. And so the Rav said the two things go together. There's no Chazarat Hashatz, and frankly, it wouldn't be appropriate to have Chazarat Hashatz because it wouldn't be Vidui Shel Mikadesh Yisrael v'Yom Kippurim. Because Yom Kippur as a Mechaper is from dawn and not from sunset. So even the Chazan's Vidui, well, it looks like the Chazan's Vidui, the, the second Vidui, Maviv Banai, the Rav suggested is Vidui Shel Tshuva and not Vidui Shel Yom Kippur. And if it's not really a Chazan's Vidui at all, it's, a, it's an individual Vidui. The Chazan doesn't say, we all say it, there's, there's no special Chazan there, it's simply, it's simply the saying of Slichot. The Rabbi even suggested that there's a difference in a certain difference in the content between the two vidui's. When you say vidui in Shmon Esrei, so before we say slichot, and there's a certain piyut there. The Rabbi was very much taken by it. Ki anu amecha, v'atalokeinu, anu kamecha, v'atanotreinu, anu amecha, v'atanokeinu. You mentioned schutavot. You mentioned schutabrit. It's communal, and if we mention all those special things which apply to Am Yisrael. Avam Yitzhak and Yankaf and Brit Sinai and the Kashbuch who's promised Am Yisrael. A private vidui is a lone, single individual burdened down by his sins who crawls before God and, and, and begs for forgiveness. The connection to Am Yisrael is, is almost irrelevant. Of course you're a Jew and that's part of your identity. But you don't come with schut avot, you don't come with schut abrit, you come with only schut tshuva. You, you, God has promised to listen to you if you chosev tshuva. The communal tshuva, the tshuva of Yom Kippur, the tshuva of Itzumo Shayom Shayom Kippur, the tshuva of the Beit HaMikdash, the tshuva of the Kohen HaGadol, shemitvadeh al kol Yisrael, shenemar vitvadalav et kol avonot b'nei Yisrael, we speak about Kol Yisrael, Am Yisrael as a super temporal and super locational entity. All times, above time and above place, beginning with Avam Avinu and continuing for all times. So then you have many more factors which we sort of bring into the Tefillah by those Tefillot which accompany the Vidui of the Chazan in Chazarat Hashatz. Why, in fact, is Vidui said in Shmon specifically? The Yachid at the end of Shmon in the uh, adjunct of Shmon and the Chazan in the middle of Shmon The Rav, in this context, cited the language of the Rambam in Parik Aleph Aleph about Vidui in general. When a person has to say Vidui, the Rambam says, when he does a sin, V'yashuv mei and he repents of his sin. Chayav lehitvadot, a man is obligated to confess. Lifnei hakel baruch hu, shenemar ish o isha ki asu v'gomer v'itpadu at chatatam asher asu, zu v'itui dvarim. 
The Rambam's language is a person is required, is obligated to confess before God. Lifnei Hashem. Halachically, the Rav explained, how does one confess before God? And the answer is Shmonesei. Because the definition of Shmonesei is Amida Lifnei Hashem. When one says Shmonesei, one is not speaking at God or even to God, one is speaking before God. You're not sending telegrams to God, you're not sending letters to God, you're not, you're not throwing your tefillot up to the heaven, but by definition, Shmonesa, the reason why you have to stand, the reason why you have to stand with your feet together, and all those other halachot, but how one says Shmonesa is because it's Amidah Lifnei Amelach. Rabbi very much stresses this in Hachot Tefillah. I won't even quote now the, 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 the proof text. Anyone who looks in Hachot Tefillah will see it immediately in the Rambam. Tefillah is Lifnei Hashem. And therefore, vidui, which Ramam says must be lifnei Hashem, should be said in Shmon Esrei. Why is vidui lifnei Hashem? Vidui is a psychological process which we can imagine to ourselves. Why? Why is confession important? Why can't you repent without confession? So the obvious answer, at least the beginning of the obvious answer, is a person has to face up to his sins in order to repent of them. We all want to repent in general. I want to be a good person. It doesn't work unless you confront, grapple with what you've done. For that, you have to verbalize exactly what you've done. Chatati, aviti, pashati, and the Rambam adds vasiti, kach vakach. You don't just say, oh God, I have sinned, but I have done thus and thus. As an aside, I want to point out that the language that appears in the Machzorim is just, is just a framework which, which approaches this ideal by using a lot of words. Ashamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu, Dibanu Dofi, Havinu, all 22 letters of the alphabet. And later on, Alchet Shechatanu, Be, Onesu Baratzon, Ba'alef, Alef, Bet, Bet, Gimel, Gimel. But that, those 22 and the 44 Alchets, with all the letters of the alphabet, is just, it's still only a framework. It's just a hint to you that you have to, Lifavet, you have to, specify, individualize. Real video is a city kach vekach. And, and as part of your vidu in you should be doing that. Just, just add the words. Say, Khatati aviti pashati, vasiti kach vakach. I've done thus and thus, and, and, and say what you've done. Because if you don't face up to what you've done, it's very difficult. You haven't done real tshuva. Because you haven't, you haven't grappled and torn it out of your heart. That's the obvious reason. But the Bible adds, lifnei Hashem. Not just that tshuva is lifnei Hashem. You should return on to God. But the vidui is lifnei Hashem. You have to say these things to God. You're not saying only to yourself. I'm sure it's important to say it out loud to yourself. But it's also to say it lifnei Hashem. And psychologically, that really is a difficult thing. We all know that sometimes we feel sorry about something we've done to somebody else and, and we promise never to do it again to ourselves. But how difficult it is to go to the person against whom we've sinned and say to them, I have done thus to you. I've been unfair to you. I've sinned against you. And I'm sorry I've done it. It's a problem of shame. I think it's even more than a problem of shame. It's a problem of confrontation. You have to express what you've done you have to put it on the table between you and against whom you've sinned. All the more so 
when he against whom we've sinned is God. You have to, it has to be part of your tefillah. You can't just go to God and say, oh, I want this, I want that. You can't just go to God and say, Atagadol, you're great. You can't just sing songs or ask for things. Because prayer is expressing our relationship. When you pray, you put your relationship in front of you. You say, this is our relationship. You are my God. I'm your Evid. I'm your servant. Therefore, you take care of me. Therefore, I praise you. Therefore, I because my relationship to God is now expressed meaning it's been contaminated by the sin but it's there you don't have a relationship to God outside of your sin the sin is part of your relationship unfortunately and now when you're praying to God on Yom Kippur you have to put the sin is there yes and then take it out if you say Chatati then as Rav says and I want this thing to be to be erased. I'm erasing my side. You erase it from your side by kapara slicha mechila. And therefore, vidui is said when standing erect, one inch. Your mouth is one inch from the ear of God, or from the from the face of God. You're directly in front of God, and you have to say, say, not think, utter. Form the word. Say it out loud, so to speak. Uh, we speak down quietly, of course, but, but quietly out loud. Say it so that God can hear the words. I, in fact, have gone against your will. I have done thus for thus, such and such. The necessity not to avoid that confrontation with God. That abject confrontation. The confrontation on our knees and with our heads bowed. Is why vidui, the recitation, the detailed recitation of every single thing I've done wrong, is placed in the Shuan Esrei. When you're directly speaking before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in that way, should be zochet to be to do tshuva, and we should be zochet for slicha, umechila, vekapara. I'll take this opportunity to wish you all beitzumoshal yom kipurim azeh, slicha, umechila, vekapara, vegmar chatimat tova for each and each and every individual in your families, ulechol am Yisrael. שנת חיים, שנת ברכה, ונזכה לראות בבניין בית מקדשנו ובעבודת יום הכיפורים בעיצומו של יום, באזהרה, לפני המזבח, כהן גדול בקודשי הקודשים במהרה בימינו, אמן. גמר טוב וכל טוב, ושנה טובה.